0: Thank you for listening to the Life Church podcast. For more information, go to lifechurchofcolumbia.org. Anybody, anybody know what patella is? Oh, wow, well, there's a doctor, a nurse in the congregation. Uh, I really feel like God has given me something that's going to stir and to challenge you. We started last week on a concept on the emotions of God, and uh, we throw that term out there, but I really don't think that we understand the concept that God is so emotional, Uh, and it's hard to deal with this concept because your emotions have been hijacked by the devil, amen, and as a result, uh, emotions are used in the wrong way, so we're scared of words like hate, jealousy, all of which are the emotions of God. It don't take long to prove it by Scripture that God hates. God is jealous. Uh, But the reason God hates so bad and is so jealous is because He loves you so much. And He hates your enemy. Uh, He is jealous over you with a jealousy that causes fury in Him. He said, I'm not sharing my people with anybody. So uh, I really wished I could go on with the emotions of God. But this morning we're going to start dealing with some of your emotions and your feelings. Um, I need you to realize that uh, today we're going to turn water into wine. I told you God was going to begin to do that. In other words, we're going to take uh, an existing, as it relates to doctrine, we're going to take an existing substance and take it to the next level without doing any injury to the previous substance. In other words, it's not that our doctrine's been wrong, but we're going to turn it upside down so it can be right side up. Are y'all with me this morning? So we may stretch your feelings and emotions just a little bit, but I want to prove to you that God never intended Christianity and faith to be separate from your feelings and emotions. You're only as saved as your emotions are. Amen? I'm telling you, it's a fact. I don't care what you're saying, what you're quoting, how many scriptures you're throwing out there. Amen. If it's not affecting your feelings and emotions, I'm going to prove to you it's not faith at all. Amen. Because faith can only express itself through your feelings and emotions. Uh, Boy, I'm getting some amens already, but I thought you'd have to chew on that for a while. Amen. For example... There is no possible way you can speak and declare in complete faith and your emotions be in an emotional wreck and you're full of fear. Are you following me? So we have more confidence in principles than we do uh, uh, the, 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 uh, the principle instead of the heart behind the principle. And God said, I'm giving you a better covenant based upon better promises. He said, in the Old Testament, I took you by the hand and drug you around through the wilderness. And you were reluctant, and I had your body, but I didn't have your heart. But in the New Testament, I'm going to put my law in your hearts and in your minds so that your faith is a spontaneous response to what's on the inside of you. Amen. And there's one thing you got to know about emotions. Can we work this a little while? There's one and we're going to get into some scripture. But there's one thing about emotions is they're not controlled by cognizance. Emotions are spontaneous. They're spontaneous. Uh, there's a bigger word that I can't think of right now, but they're spontaneous. In other words, you don't have to think about it when it comes to emotions. They just hey! Opera. Oh, I should have knew to use somebody else. Did anybody else jump? Did you plan to jump? Did you think about jumping? Amen. No, your 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 emotions. I love you, Courtney. I couldn't warn you, or it wouldn't work. Uh, so your emotions are simply a response to some type of provocation. Amen. And if you exercise the same emotions without proper provocation, they're fabricated and they're not true. So why do we preach a faith that is manufactured and not provocated or provoked by what I believe and expect it to produce? The Bible says laughter is good as medicine, right? Or lack of medicine. Scientifically proven that laughing releases endorsement. what is it? Yeah, endorphins into your body and actually makes you healthy. Well, you can't fake a laugh and get the same result. If you fake a laugh, it'll wear you out and it does not produce, amen. So your feelings and emotions are a result of a stimulus that comes from within, amen. And it changes, it changes the behavior as well as the physical stature. Amen? I can prove it to you. All right, I want everybody to cry together. Boy, that sound like a sick goat to me. is that the way you cry? Come on, come on, cry. The Spirit of the Lord is in this place and I want you crying. There, you got the face. Come on. Amanda's working with me anyway. Amen? She's working with me, but there ain't no tears. Amen? But when it's, uh, when the, that the emotion of sadness is provoked from the inside, it releases your tear ducts and tears begin to stream down your face. Are you with me this morning? Uh, this is very important. So your reactions are spontaneous, or your emotions are spontaneous reactions. And and when your emotions are stirred up, it creates a, and you know, I don't know, God just had me studying this stuff. There's a biochemical reaction in your body, and it alters your physical state. All right? You are so emotional because your God is so emotional. And he gave you every one of the emotions you have. The problem is Satan hijacked them. And you're hating the wrong thing. And you're jealous for the wrong thing. And you're mad about the wrong thing. And we're sad about the wrong thing. Are y'all following me? Well, I got news for the devil. Something's happening in life, church, And he's going to hijack our emotions. Amen. It's no fun serving God and having to let the devil have my emotions. What if my emotions were totally subdued by God, Amen, and they were a spontaneous reaction? Is anybody in this place, Amen? So I'm going to prove to you, Amen, that uh, e- e- even laughter, laughter. I want y'all to watch this video, and I don't and, and I don't want nobody to laugh because you see. Josh, before you start it, hold up. When your emotions kick in, it's, it's uh, there's one word I keep trying to come up with, but it means it, it's so automatic that it takes over and you can't control it. No, involuntary is one of them. Inevitable is another one. Yeah, every one of those words. But the one I'm looking for is scientific. Autonomic. I so practiced that word because I was going to impress you with it. It's a big one. Autonomic, meaning it's automatic. It bypasses your brain and just expresses itself. That's important. Now, that's important. So in other words, you men, you women are not going to relate to this because when you go watch a chick flick, you take a napkin with you. You go prepared to cry. But us men sit in the picture show. Oh, somebody can feel me. Yeah. Yeah. Are y'all feeling me? I don't want these tears. I don't want this knot in my throat because this is silly. Amen. But I am struggling to keep from crying. Amen. And so when a tear starts, I do it all the time sitting in a recliner beside my wife. We have his and hers. We sit beside each other and hold hands. Come on, y'all. Give it up for us. And so when something sad comes up, of course I'm an old man now. I'm getting to where i <laughs> but there was a time when I would, you know, I just kind of cock my head to the side so the tears are not as Um, are you following me? Amen. And laughter's the same way. I need you to catch this because I'm going to unload something on you. It's spontaneous. It's not fake. It's not manufactured. Why would God create a people and command us to manufacture a love, manufacture a peace, manufacture a joy? Amen. If none of it is real, if this thing is about a relationship. Amen. So I'm going to prove to you that I can provoke, something can be provoked in you spontaneously. Go ahead. Some of you needed to laugh for a change. But anyway, and I could have went into something sad, something scary. It's all a spontaneous response to activity on the inside, okay? Uh, And that's the way emotions work. And we have taught a faith that is opposite of our emotions. And we've built it on scriptures like we walk by faith and not by sight. But if you look at this from this new upside down that I'm about to give you, the word walk means to be your lifestyle and to be governed by. So it literally says I am governed by what I believe instead of what I feel. And when you're really governed by what you believe, it will always affect your emotions. You're going to see this. It may take you a while. Amen. But I can prove it according to your own life. Amen. That you really don't believe a thing, you're not fully persuaded of a thing, if it does not express itself in your feelings and your emotions in spite of your current circumstance and condition. Okay? So, I want to title this message, Patella Faith. I want to read some scriptures, and I want to give you an an illustration of what Patella Faith is. Turn with me to the book of... uh, uh, James 2.14, have a lot of scriptures. I may not do them all. Let's look at James beginning, uh, chapter number two, beginning in verse number 14. It says, what does it profit, my brethren, though a man say he has faith and does not have works? Can faith save him? Uh, And I want you to broaden your perspective on what works is. Works in some of your translation probably says uh, action. Faith without action is dead. Another good word that I'm after this morning is expression. A faith or a belief system that has no way to express itself is dead. Is dead. Matter of fact, the greatest torment for uh, a disembodied spirit is it has no way to express itself. It's torment. That's why the demons told Jesus when he was finna to cast them out, why would you come to torment us before our time? In other words, we need a body or we cannot express our feelings and emotions. Are you following me? You don't understand that unless you're a quadriplegic, unless you're paralyzed. Amen. I'm real close. One of my best friends was totally paralyzed. There's nothing no more frustrating, frustrating than your mind to tell your hands to move and they don't. For your mind, are you following me? Can you kindly get a feel for that? So every spirit needs an avenue of expression or its torment. That's why the Holy Spirit needs your body to be a full expression of who God is. Are you following me? Uh, A a devil without a body is a tortured spirit because it has all those emotions and no one through which whom he may express himself. What does it profit, my brethren? Uh, Are we still in fourteen. For a man say he has faith, have not works, can faith save me. If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you could say, depart in peace, be you warmed and filled, notwithstanding you give them not those things which are needful to the body, what does it profit? Even so, faith, if it does not have an expression, if faith have not works, it is dead being alone. Are y'all following me? Yea, a man may say, well, you have faith, I have works. Show me your faith without your works. And and another translation says, if you can, because it's totally impossible. Uh, Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe. I'm not saying you don't believe. Thou believest there is one God. You're doing well. But remember, the devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou not know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead. If your faith is not manifesting itself in some external expression, your faith is religious. Religiosity is a better word. Are you following me? A lot of people call themselves Christian, but there's never no external expression Of their confession. True faith will always express itself in my actions, my activities, my feelings, and my emotions. Wow, this is going to get deep. Uh... 20, but without no vain man, that faith without works is dead. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest thou how faith wrought with his works and by works was faith made perfect, brought to maturity. And the scripture was fulfilled, which says Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness and he was called the friend of God. You see then how that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. Likewise also was, the Rahab, was not Rahab the harlot justified by works when she had received the messengers and had sent them out another way. 26, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Faith without an expression Is dead also. Turn with me real quickly to Philippians 4. I'll save some in the mother scriptures, Josh. I may get you to work them for me. You gonna stay back there for me? Thank you. Philippians 4, 4. I have a couple scriptures that deal with your emotions and I'll throw this one out there. Philippians 4, 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation or your self-control be known to all men. Boy, that's a scripture. <laughs> the Lord is at hand. Be careful. Don't worry about nothing. High five you neighbor and tell them, don't worry about it. You got to get a hold of them emotions. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which what? There is some emotions that's going to transcend beyond your own intellect because it's the emotions of God. And this is already happening in some people. Megan, I enjoyed that shrimp y'all cooked for me the other day. No, it was a hamburger. Man, it was good. Chelsea, I'm sorry. Y'all ought to try that place out. I'm sorry, distracted. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your what? And your what? Wow, you mean I can be so saved and have such a faith that it also keeps my mind and my heart. Somebody ought to give it up for Jesus right there. I'm tired of preaching a faith that all it affects is principles and my mind is still the devil's playhouse. Is anybody in this place? And my heart ain't even in it. You're not going to last if we don't get it right. Wow, that is real. Keep your hearts and your mind. Finally, my brother, oh, God, here's how you do it. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, good report, you have got to quit focusing on the bad news. Your focus directs your feelings. And if you want to get your feelings back, you got to change your focus. It's gonna this water finna be turned into wine today and we're gonna leave here drunk. Anybody wanna tie one on? <laughs> Kobe don't know where to the amen at or say Pastor, that's too much. He's showing honor right now. <laughs> Watch where everything's a good report. If there be any virtue or any praise, think on these things. If there ain't nothing virtuous about the thought or if it's not praiseworthy, it's not worthy to be in your mind. And because it's in your mind, it's affecting your feelings and your emotions uh, and you're trying to put a band-aid on the emotions when the emotions is simply a uh, a spontaneous response to what you're thinking. Are you following me? So, having said that, come on, Cole. I want to. I want to. The title. Of my, I want. I had three titles for my message, and I wouldn't give them to Josh because he gets upset when I give him too long of a title. So you can write it down. Patella faith is one title. Patella salvation is another, and Patella Christianity is the third. That's what we're after in Life Church. Okay, the patella is the kneecap. It's the kneecap. How oh, are you laughing about? <laughs> Amen. And there is a, a patellar tending, tendon that goes from the kneecap to down here. Amen. Kobe, I want you to work, lift your leg. Just keep working it. No, this one. Just keep working it. There is a signal being sent from his brain. It's a little signal, but it's there. <laughs> <laughs> being sent from his brain down to the alpha motor. That was so cool. The, I didn't make that up. The alpha motor. Alpha. God said I am. Keep working. You feeling the burn? huh? He's working. He's, he's getting the results I want, but he's working. And the more he works it, the tighter he gets. Are y'all following me? And the burn is starting. And he's only going—he's in shape, but he's only going to hang so long because I can preach an hour and a half. <laughs> so he's getting the results. Okay, now just let it rest. Oh, is it tired? Amen. But when I uh, so the mind was sending the motor down his spinal cord to down here in the back of his back. I, I saw it on the computer. Amen. Runs through the alpha motor, goes down, and it's like electric wire that's in the muscle, and his mind is telling it. And that 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 electric electronic charge runs through and causes the muscle to contract. So he's just working it. But watch this. That's your patellar reflex. Now, what's happening, you can look it up on your computer, I'm just bypassing his mind. Thank you. I'm bypassing his mind, his intellect, his thought pattern, and I'm sending a response to the alpha motor, and it's coming back. Now, the alpha motor is making it work without the mind. Huh? Can I get another? Wow. So now... I'm getting, he's getting the same result from a different source. Is this wearing yet? Yeah. We'd be here all day. Huh? All <laughs> <laughs> While ago he was kicking the devil in the teeth by his own strength, his own mind, and his own intellect. But now, he's kicking the devil in the teeth, and he can do it all. Day long. Whoops, a little high. <laughs> Are y'all following me? Amen. So I submit to you. You comfortable with me hanging all over? This? Work your leg. That's work. But let me do it. If now, if my work is a natural response from the alpha, is it still work? Or am I resting in the labor? Y'all got all that? Okay, I may need you in a minute. May I submit to you that a lot of our faith is built upon principles and a belief system. I am a man of principle. I believe in principle. I promote principle. Amen? But... but. I, I, and I want you to understand that because I'm, so I'm not, I'm not uh, knocking principle. But may I submit to you if a belief system, in other words, what you believe right now and principles please God, the Bible says without faith it's impossible to please God. But if principles and a belief system please God, there would not be one sinner in your family there would not be one sick person in this church. There would not be one sick person that you know. If you could take the principles you know and what you say you believe, you you could take those things and work them to produce what you know ought to be produced. But you're the proof and I'm the proof that principles alone do not work. Can I get a witness? Can I even say even your belief system that has not taken over your feelings and emotions and that it is a natural response that you are so fully persuaded that it produces the rough. So the, the, the proof that you believe a whole lot more than you experience. You might well say amen. Am I right about it? We believe a whole lot more than we experience. So principles cannot produce faith. But faith always produces principles that work. Are are y'all with me? Can y'all buy into this? Amen. That always work. Now, you, you cannot produce an emotion. You can't produce the emotion. You can fabricate the fruit are the expression of the emotion, but it's coming from what you have been trained or seen somebody else do, and you can. You ever seen somebody fake laugh? Huh? Well, just come here on a Sunday morning when Kobe's preaching. Because he always tells jokes that we all laugh at. <laughs> I love you, Kobe. <laughs> but it's a courtesy laugh. What I call it? <laughs> no, he told one last time he preached that I laughed, and I was in a hotel preaching somewhere else, and we—I laughed out loud. I don't remember what it was. Amen. So you can fabricate the 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 uh, fruit of the emotion, amen, and it not be a spontaneous response of something that's going on on the inside. Therefore, it can't produce real peace. It can't produce real joy. Is anybody listening to me? And therefore, it cannot produce real faith. I believe y'all are so with me. Amen. And and God has just been wrecking my life and my emotions and saying, amen, that y'all have, you, you, you gotta take this to the next level. You've taught that if you do the principle, it doesn't matter that your mind's going crazy. Your heart is full of fear and doubt. But if I'll just do it, they said they marched around the Wall seven times uh, and they hollered real loud. So I'm gonna march and I'm going to lie and I'm going to holler real loud only to be frustrated and confused. Is anybody in this house with me this morning? Amen. Uh, So if the principle by itself worked, we would be tearing down walls, we would be changing the community. Amen. So in essence, we've trained ourselves to go through the motions. Even with our peace and joy, we've trained ourselves to go through the motions and never knew that God said, I never intended you to wrestle with that. I never intended you to have to fake it. I want to put my emotions in you to where? When it comes time to love, you ever heard anybody say, well, I love you, but I ain't got to like you. No. Huh? Oh, you said that. I can tell by the way you shook your head. Hey, are you listening to me? Or forgive. I'll forgive you, but I ain't going to forget it. Oh, really? Faith without works is dead. Faith without an inner expression that manifests itself on the outside. Somebody better get ready because you're about to start experiencing the uh, emotions of God and you're going to love people, amen, It ain't nothing you can do about it. You're going to start feeling an expression, amen, and it's going to be so freeing for you because I'm not making myself. Oh my God, this could be some of the best news you've ever heard, amen. So principles without faith have to be propelled by human intellect. They have to be propelled by your strength. Got to keep these principles up. This is what the Bible says. This is what I'm supposed to do. Amen. And and you're only going to be able to do that so long before you get totally depleted. Am I talking to anybody? I know you can't say nothing to me, but am I talking to anybody in this room right now that every one of us has been in this predicament? I'm going to go to that church and I'm going to smile and I'm going to say hallelujah and I'm going to say praise the Lord and I'm going to love that sister. I'm going to get along with that brother. Amen. I'm going to. Amen. And and then we get up and talk about how God is such a loving God and that we're a great big old family and this is all about relationship when we have separated it from emotions and feelings. Somebody ought to whisper to you, this is good news, you know. Tell your neighbor, this is good news. Because you are an emotional being. You were created that way by God. So why in the world should I have a faith that's not tied to my emotions and my feelings, amen, and struggle through? It was never the design of God. So God said, I'm going to send my Christ and I'm going to save your what? So I'm going to save your what? He didn't save my body. He didn't even save my spirit. He said, I'm going to quicken your spirit, but I'm going to save your soul. And my soul is the seat of my emotions. So some of you, it's going to get set free because your spirit's been quickened, but your soul didn't get saved. (laughs) Oh, y'all know what? Think about that statement right there. Amen. And I'm here to declare to you, your name may be written on the roll, but you're only as saved as your soul is saved. You're as only as free as your soul is free. You're as only as peaceful as there's peace in your soul. Some of y'all are not going to settle for this any longer. I'm telling you. Amen. So if I'm fueled by principles, then I am working it. I am sweating. Kobe was feeling the burn. Amen. But let me tell you what. Principles cannot alone. James said, principles alone cannot produce true faith that pleases God. As a matter of fact, the seven sons of Sceva is the proof. They said, you know what? That'll work. i seen Paul casting out devils in the name of Jesus. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find me a devil and we're going to cast him out. And the principle works. The principle works. So we're going to use the principle and we're going to cast the devil out. Amen. No relationship with God. No fellowship with God. Are y'all with me this morning? Amen. And they went to the devil and and said, We cast you out in in the name of Jesus now. In the name of the Jesus that Paul is preaching. And the devil jumped on all seven of them. Beat them up. Stripped them off naked. And they running down the road butt naked. I just explained... Boy, did y'all get a visual of that? I went a little too far. Bring it back. I just explained the majority of the faith of your average believer who's trying to take principles... And produce something. Is anybody listening to me? And as a result, we're beat up in our minds, beat up in our spirits, don't know why I can't overcome, but so I can save face, I'm gonna stand in that worship service. I'm gonna preach it, will y'all help me or not? I'm gonna stand in that worship service and I'm gonna have my hands in the air and there is no expression of true relationship whatsoever coming out of our spirit. But I did it. God ought to be happy. It'd be like, stand up, babe. I know you don't like this kind of stuff, but stand up. Just be submissive. <laughs> huh? Turn around sideways so everybody can see. So I, I know I should kiss her. I'm her husband, so. Now. Are you happy? <laughs> no. Why? Because that was not an expression. All I know is I'm supposed to kiss her. Okay, I love you. You happy? <laughs> I am so preaching 100 miles an hour. And then, come on, let's praise the Lord. Okay. I'm going to praise the Lord. Everybody give the Lord a hand. Is anybody in this house with me this morning? That is not a patella worship. That's not a response to what I feel on the inside that, oh, I love you so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just love you. <laughs> I just love you. Oh, my goodness. Is anybody listening to me? Are you listening to me? She knows that she's going to kill me later. Did I get your lip stripped on? She knows it. She feels it. You can see it. Are you following me? Amen. You felt it. And we have created a doctrine and a gospel that takes away all the feelings and all the emotions. So I'm just fulfilling a principle. Amen. Are you listening to me? A a, man. I got a statement. He spoke to me in spirit. And I don't know if it's legal to say it in the pulpit. So I'm going to get a little more anointed before I get brave enough. In other words, we try to move our, our faith by activity. I'm going to sing this song until I feel it. I'm going to worship until I feel it. I'm going to pray until I feel it. I'm going to. So, so we got it upside down. We got it backwards. Are you following me? So we're trying to move our faith by activity when in reality, activity is the patella reflex Of our faith. Because activity is the natural response of my faith. It's natural. Amen. And when you start doing things naturally, it's easy. Oh, somebody ought to get that. When you start doing things naturally, it's not work no more. Getting the same result, doing the same thing. But when it's coming natural, it's just natural for you. It's just not. You ever see natural born athletes? <laughs> they make me sick. Are you listen to me? Natural born singers? Mm hmm. They just sing. They just sing and it comes out of them. It's just easy and it ain't work. And I'm standing up at the front pew and I'm working it. <laughs> Are you listening to me? I'm working it and it's everything I can do to get it working and Patty's nudging me (laughs) because it ain't working. (laughs) Is anybody listening to me? Amen. Your faith was designed to be so natural to you you don't have to have someone teach you how to do it. You don't have to have someone coerce you how to do it. Oh, wouldn't this be great if we went back to the salvation Josh is preaching on that I was so born again and had the DNA of God burning in me that my nature was just natural. Wouldn't it be awesome if it become natural for you to be nice? Oh, man, I, I didn't get no response right there. You listening to me. Uh, that, that it was just who you are? Wouldn't it be amazing if it become a natural response for you to be patient and long-suffering and kind? And Can I tell you? Oh my God, I got so much to say. Are y'all still okay? Can I tell you that the fruits of the Spirit is the restoration of your feelings and emotions? Huh? Did y'all catch that? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering. It's all the feelings and the emotions. So salvation is actually not delivering you out of sin. That's what's wrong with our churches. Amen. We've been delivered out of our sin without our emotions being restored. And we're giving God a bad reputation. I'm going to applaud myself today. Amen. When, When in reality, true salvation is supposed to be the restoration of your emotions. Why? Because they're not yours anymore. They're God's. Wow. He's going to take some, some of us into spiritual maturity. So you don't do activity to build faith. Your faith is a natural, I mean, your activity is the natural response of what you believe. Because activity is the natural response of a living faith. That's why the Bible says, by faith, excuse me, by faith, Noah being warned of God, moved with fear. Amen. What propelled Noah to, to for such a ginormous project, amen, was not out there. I hope this is going to work. I hope this is going to work. It was the natural response to what he had received in his spirit. Amen. He didn't have to struggle with building a boat. He would have had to struggle with not building a boat. When, when Oh, my God. When this becomes your natural response, you will no longer struggling with sin. You'll no longer struggle to sin. The struggle will be... You sinning. Oh, I don't know if y'all can receive this. Amen. Are you listening to me? That's why John said, if the seed of God remain in you, you cannot sin. What are we going to do with that scripture? Amen. Why? Because righteousness is the natural response because it's proof you've been born again. Can I just be bold and, 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 and echo the late Billy Graham that 90% of Christians sitting in churches are not even born again? They've had a religious experience. Amen. But because there's a constant struggle with sin, there's a constant struggle with doing right, there's no fruits of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Being manifested in their life. Amen. Are you listening to me? But because they were told they were born again, they're sitting on pews with names on the roll. Can I help somebody in this church? Are y'all with me this morning? When you get born again, they will be a natural response to the righteousness of your God. That is good news to me because I was a drunk and I loved my wife and I was losing my wife and I tried to maintain my feelings and emotions because I didn't want to lose her, but I could not. And she packed her bags, was leaving me. I had one child at that time. Amen. But I found my way to an altar. How many knows you can run to God when you're in a bind? Amen. Amen. Don't let the devil tell you, you can't just run to God when you're in trouble. I was in trouble. I ran to God. I had a born again experience. Amen. And the natural expression from that moment on was the expression of an overcomer that overcome what used to rule me. Oh, this is the good news of true salvation. It's not coming to the front of a church. It's not shaking a preacher's hand. It's not getting your name on the roll. It's kneeling in an altar, being born of the spirit of the living God, and then being a walking, natural expression of the goodness of God. If you're mean and ugly and nasty... I had two responses there. Y'all take either one you want because I was going to say you're a devil. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Amen. No, you just hadn't heard the true gospel that you can expect your emotions to be renewed Oh, isn't that good? Maybe maybe that's what we need to come back to the altar and say, God, I want my emotions saved now. You've done a good job on my spirit. Now, I want, I want the emotions of God to where I'm not struggling all the time. It's who I am. And no matter how deep you cut me, I'm going to run with the blood of Jesus. You're not shy. You can tie me to a whipping post. Beat me beyond recognition. But it's who I am. And the natural response is going to be Oh, my God, we've missed it. We've missed it. Can can, can we just go a little deeper? Man, this time just, we get into a time warp when I start preaching. So Noah was just fully persuaded. And listen. He was so fully persuaded, he responded. Now, I want you to take Hebrews chapter number 11 and take anybody in the Bible. I could pick anybody in the Bible. Amen. But it was such a natural response, and it was beyond their logic. It was beyond their logic. True faith will always bypass human intellect, and it responds by itself to the point that your mind is saying, whoa, you got to be kidding me. I read you the scripture. He said, it's a peace that passes up your understanding. So your understanding is still back here trying to wonder why you got so much peace and there's so much hell going on in your house. Is anybody listening to me? Why you got so much peace when the circumstances say you ought to be oppressed, depressed. Is anybody in this building? Amen. But when you learn to tap into this faith, it will produce a peace that you're saying, wow. And then everybody else around you saying, wow, that has to be the peace of God. That has to be the peace of God. Man. So, activity, movement in the natural, or movement is a natural reflex of faith beyond logic, it's beyond sweat. Now, I used to preach sweat on a different degree. That will still produce sweat, but it's sweat now that's simply because I'm in the activity, but it's not coming from a self-effort. It's not coming from a mental ascent to scripture. It's coming from my body is just being driven by what I believe. God, that's good right there. My actions are just being driven by what I believe. And when you get into this stage right here, the devil can't do nothing with you. Your neighbor can't do nothing with you. People applauding you don't puff you up. People cussing you don't pull you down. Is anybody in this building? Amen. It don't matter what they say, what they do. Amen. I can't act any other way because I'm born of God and this is the way God acts. Amen. My actions and activity is not based on your stupidity. My action. Oh my God. Did he say that? My action. activity is based upon Amen. a a natural response to a new heart and a new spirit. Wow. This is so free. Being a pastor of church is so amazing to me. It's kind of like being the uh, parent, Brother Larry, of, of more than two kids. Amen. I mean, you're okay if your kids are okay, right? Amen. But usually you get one kid okay and the other one's a mess. So you can't enjoy this kid because he got straight A's because Junior got else. Uh-huh, that was me. He got else. So so you're in a turmoil. It's, it's, a, it's a bittersweet. Well, pastor in the church, amen, when people start going through things, they start taking their emotions out on the leadership. And y'all still want to be pastor? This is the reason y'all, y'all need to Hey, listen. So you got, you got everybody going with the flow, going with the flow, and then somebody starts going through things, and you drive by and they don't even wave. Walk in the church. Just walk in the church. Huh? Are you listening to me? Because they feel, the, they feel the need to make you feel something's wrong. And I'm not a touchy-feely guy. I'm a I'm touchy-feely guy. I, like, I, I didn't whip my kids. My wife did all that. I was a good cop. She was a bad cop. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to be everybody's best friend. I want everybody to be happy. And I just fault them all, especially Whitney. I just fault them all because she was the baby. Uh, but in a church like this, hey amen, things start going good, and then somebody starts going through something, and they feel the need to take it out on leave. So there, they, they act like they puffed up and mad. And I used to be on a roller coaster ride all the time. Oh my God. Oh my God, I don't know what's wrong with sister so-and-so. Oh God, would you please, what did I do? And I'd start analyzing my life. What did I do? What did I say? What did I not do? What did I not do enough of? What did I do too much of? Oh God, I'm just being transparent as you pastor this morning. Oh my God, they're not happy. Until God started taking over my emotions. Oh, somebody ought to help me. And then I found out it was a pride thing because I wanted everybody to be happy with me. Oh, I'm going to help somebody right now. Amen. But when I finally got God's emotions, amen, I said, I I told the conductor, whoa, stop this roller coaster. Stop this roller coaster. I'm getting off. (laughs) Oh, I'm trying to help somebody right now. I'm getting off your roller coaster. You're up one month down the next. Well, guess what? I'm going to stay up here. And I'm going to go ahead and let you check out by yourself. Oh, I'm going to preach. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and let you check out by yourself. And you can treat me any way you want to. You can act any way you want to. But I still love you. Oh, somebody ought to help me right now. Because it's a natural response. Amen. I ain't going to stay up all night. I ain't going to cry all night. I ain't going to come running you down. I'm just going to love you. Because I know sooner enough you'll come back over. Hey, you made it back. Oh, if somebody would just learn to get a hold of your emotions and begin to get the emotions of God and quit making it all about you and what people think about you Or I setting somebody free, hey amen, because people are going to do what they're going to do. They're going to act like they're going to act. They're going to respond like they're going to respond. But I got one life. Oh, help me. I'm going to get on the soapbox. I got one life to live and the joy of the Lord is my strength. Oh, I'm not insensitive. I still love. Yeah, you, but you can't have my emotions. Hmm, that was worth your tithes and offering this morning. Some of y'all are gonna give 20% today. <laughs> it's patella. It's 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 a reflex beyond logic. Oh my god, and I'll just preach a few more minutes, but I got so much more, so we'll work on it when I get back. Amen. The Bible says Paul and Silas was beaten beyond recognition, cast into the inner prison, right? Amen. Uh, With the uh, death threat, the death sentence on their head that they would be beheaded. But your Bible says at at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. And then it says they sang praises unto God. Are y'all with me now? So in other words, they believed so much in what they prayed the natural response of the belief was they begin to sing praises. Is anybody in this church? They wasn't praising God because the jailer was coming with rattling keys. They wasn't praising God because they seen any, they were still bound, they were still bleeding. Oh, God help me. They were still in that adverse situation. But the natural response of what they prayed had them singing praises unto God. You know what? Paul didn't say. Okay, Silas, there's a principle I learned that if you'll sing, oh my God, if you'll just sing, it's a natural principle that God may get us out of this. So they worked down there with clenched teeth and singing, going to make a way. I wish I could sing. God's going to make a life. Silas, so sing it again. I ain't feeling nothing. Oh, my God. I'm talking to y'all this morning. Silas, so sing it one more time. Oh, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost on this. We're going to sing it until we believe it. Amen. It's a principle. Amen. To Sing unto the Lord. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. If you'll just keep singing it, something's going to give. No, sir. Their song was a natural response of what they believed. And as a result, that place began to shake. You can't sing for faith. You have to sing because of faith. Oh my God, you can't shout for faith. You got to shout because it's the natural response that I believe it's mine. Now it makes sense. A statement I started making six months ago. You got to learn from a fight. You got to learn to fight from a position of victory instead of fighting for victory. You got to worship from a position of victory instead of for. It ain't the song that produces the miracle. It's, the, it's when the song is the natural response of what you believe. But you so believe in principles, you so believe in principles that we sing in a song we don't believe. Wow. And the proof of it is there's no shaking. There's no results. So we're confused. We're confused. I, I just don't know why this stuff don't work. It worked for so-and-so. Most of you know my testimony. I ain't got time to give it, but my baby got healed of brain damage. Lacey, yeah, most of y'all heard it when she a baby. She had a brain injury, had brain damage, went in some bad convulsions. It was bad. They told me she would always be handicapped or whatever. If you don't put her on this medication, her, she could lose her life. If she's at the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, God led me and my wife not to do that. He told me, I knew that if I'd done it, I would never preach faith again if I put her on the medication. Well, we got a miracle. He healed my baby of brain damage. Wow. Long story short. It changed our ministries. Yeah, well, yeah duh. But I was tempted to tell you, all you got to do is quit your medicine. You want God to heal? You ain't believing. Quit that medicine. I was young, just started preaching. God had to put the reins on me. (laughs) You're teaching a principle, not faith. And if you get it backwards, you're going to get sued. (laughs) Are you following me? You get it backwards, you're going to get somebody in trouble. They're going to be frustrated. They're going to be disappointed. Are y'all following me? So it wasn't acquitting the medicine or not taking the medicine that got my miracle. It was our faith that expressed itself in our actions that produced a miracle. Are y'all okay? Are y'all catching this? And, I, and I'm trying to tie the feelings with the emotions God so does not need your logic. He needs your faith. He needs your faith. But if you don't know you can operate on this level, you're never even going to start asking for it. You're never even going to start seeking for it. You're never even going to start praying for it. You just think you're supposed to be an emotional wreck all the time. And this is normal. Matter of fact, we have been so shallow in the gospel that we have called principles of dogged determination true faith. We don't care that it's not producing. We got the principle right. And we've called it faith. But true faith, come on, Colby. True faith is when you're sitting in the presence of God. And you're resting, and they ain't nothing operating but the alpha motor, the alpha motor, and now you're you're drawing from a whole different source. Kobe, Kobe you can set up there and sing, sing. Kobe. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> huh. I mean, you can you can make out your, you can get your phone out and text. You can just do whatever. Why? Because I'm bypassing his logic but I'm still kicking the devil in the teeth. Catch this, and I I guess I'll close. He so don't need your physical effort to make it happen that he stood outside a tomb and said, Lazarus! Lazarus didn't have no cognitive ability. Is anybody listening to me? He didn't have any logic. He didn't have a mind to think I ought to start inhaling or something. Amen. God so bypasses logic and goes through the alpha motor that all of a sudden he spoke to the resurrected spirit of a man who climbed back into the cognitive ability of a man. And then a man standing up and said, My God, what is going on here? And he comes hopping out. Are you listening to me? True faith will have you saying, Oh my God. I, oh, somebody ought to get this. It's a, oh my God. I didn't know I could have peace in my my husband still be an idiot. I oh that was for somebody. I didn't know I had peace and my kids still Oh you're so close to a miracle now because now you're singing about the salvation of double side. You're singing about the salvation of a lost child, of a lost neighbor. Is anybody listening? Sing, old barren, ye that have not borne the vine. By- oh my God. Sing, old barren, ye that have not stretched forth your tent peg. You're not out there stretching out and enlarging and said, oh my God, I hope this works. You're driving tent pegs that praise be to God. We're making room. Oh, somebody ought to help me. We're making room for our miracle. And they come by and say, Noah, you gotta be crazy. You sit down, buddy. You outside your mind. Leave us move. Can I tell you it was more than principle that had Abraham standing over a son finna take it. Ain't enough principle in the world to make you stand over your own son with a knife saying, I'll kill him. He was, it was the natural response of what he believed. When we learn to raise the knife to our own feelings and emotions, as a natural response, I believe. I so believe I'm going to slay this anxiety out of my life. I, oh, my God. I so believe this fear. No wonder the Bible says, Josh, did I give you Philippians 1 something? Maybe 28? Amen. Let me tell you, if your feelings and emotions are not in it, it's not true faith. In nothing terrified by your adversaries. In other words, your complete control of your feelings and emotions is proof to your devil he's in trouble. You think he's worried when you pray and fast and speaking in tongues with beads of worry and sweat. He said you don't believe what you pray it. God Almighty, and nothing terrified, which is to them an evident token of perdition, and for you it's evidence you really believe. It's time to take our emotions back, church because you are an emotional blob. That didn't sound right. It's all that come to mind. (laughs) My vocabulary pool is real shallow. And we called it faith. And God said, that's not fair to you. It's not what I sent my son to die for. I created all them emotions in you. And when I saved you, I want to restore your emotions so that you start to have the emotions of God. I have been in the last 48, 72 hours I don't know I lost track of time, in one of the most taxing, emotional, physical situation I've ever been in all my ministry. And I was so overwhelmed that I had ran home to get something to eat and I was literally eating a burger with tears streaming down my face trying to swallow past that knot because this thing consumed me. And I thought this thing is fixing to break me. I'm just a man. This thing was too much. And my wife made one statement that changed everything. Because I'm not used to letting things get me this bad. So I knew it was strange for me to be such an emotional wreck. But having to function with a straight face and helping other people. And she said, That's not your emotion. That's God's emotion. He is deeply moved with their condition. And he's letting you feel it so you can minister proper. I said, oh my God. (laughs) It changes everything. Now I can cry without personal sorrow. Are you following me? Now I can weep with them because of my compassion for them, not my selfishness because of what I'm going through. Oh my God, are y'all listening? And when I realized they weren't even my emotions because I'm really not that guy and knew they were God's, He reminded me, you have not a great high priest who cannot be touched with the feelings of your infirmities. He said, I'm touching you with how they feel so you can feel my feelings for them and you won't quit. God Almighty, you won't quit. You won't came in. You won't give up and we didn't and we still ain't. But what released me was I had to feel this. So that I wasn't insensitive, he had to let me feel it. So no matter how I got treated, no matter what was done, it didn't affect me personally. Are y'all getting this stuff, or is it too deep? Get ready, you that are praying. You get you 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 that are praying. Someone come told me and said, "I'm I'm I'm confused. I got to see in the pastors how they're not." the churches that just will not and cannot work together and I'm just confused. I said, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. You're not confused. You're experiencing the spirit of confusion that's causing this thing. Attack it. Then that changes everything from I am confused to devil, you spirit of confusion, I bind you in the name Jesus. Are y'all getting this stuff? Stand with me all the way. I got to quit. Now, listen to me just a minute. I was reluctant to preach this on a Sunday morning because I know unless you've been into a closet of prayer for a long time, I don't even know if you're ready for this depth. But maybe this true gospel has to be presented to know, you know what? I don't have to be an emotional wreck and call myself a Christian. God wants to restore my true emotions. So that it is a natural patella worship. It's a patella laughter. Wow. It's a patella joy. It's a patella. It's just a response to something I believe. He said, that's why I paid such a high price so you could live like this. Don't you just be saved and walk around in turmoil all the time. That's not good news. Matter of fact, the way most of our church structure is, for your average purchase to come in and get saved and then we add all our stuff to him, sometimes there's more peace than being lost. It's true. Than being saved, why? Because I just got to add all your principles and I haven't really been born again. I hadn't really been born again. Because when we get born again, you know what? He changes my desires. So I don't have to fight because I don't want to partake of that stuff anymore. He took the desire out and gave me a desire for Him. Are you following me? He said, I want to do so much of this for you, but you don't even realize it. You don't even realize it. I gave an altar call last week for the emotions of God and the the response was amazing. I'm not going to close the service again today without that same opportunity of someone who might say, listen to me just a minute. You know what? I'm not saying I'm not saved, but I didn't get that gospel. I didn't get that good news. I, got, I may have got my name on the roll, but I didn't get the good news of my emotions can be restored and it become the natural response of my life. It's the most freeing thing I've ever experienced in my life to walk around free. That I'm not struggling with sin. I'm not struggling against sin. You don't have to struggle to love and have compassion. The Bible says Jesus was moved with compassion. It just moves you. Have I conquered it one hundred percent yet? Absolutely not. But now I see the revelation, and I'm after it. So maybe if that's you, these altars is open. They're playing some music real soft, and you just need to kneel. You just need to kneel. Thank you for listening to Life Church podcast. For more information, go to lifechurchofcolumbia.org.